The holidays are doubly important this year, so make your celebrations doubly special. At Kroger, we've got a huge selection of high-quality meats on top of fresh, natural produce, like fresh, never-frozen prime-grade beef and our Simple Truth organic Brussels sprouts, or delicious king crab legs with our private selection gourmet potatoes. Had to say that doubly fast. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Internet. <sighs> so you, you're, you're back and calming down and getting back into your normal you know, flow of things after the big trip to, what, like 20 miles from your house in Seattle? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 20 miles across the water, but it's actually uh, it's about a two-hour two hour and 40-minute boat ride. It's quite a, I, that's... It's pretty astonishing, actually, how long Puget Sound is. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, it was Seattle was wonderful. SMX Advanced, uh, I I can't say enough. But it's always it's it's the only conference I have to go to every year, and it's because it's the only one I learn most at. And none of, none of them can touch it. I'll give that to them, blue in the face. Yeah, uh, once again, I, I I didn't get to go. Things come up, and you know. <laughs> It's like what is this? Four years in a row. I really wanted to go, and for some five moment, years something comes up. Five, yeah, this something comes year. up. I don't get to. Uh, yeah. Next year, I'm gonna I'm gonna book my room tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Buy my ticket tomorrow, and then I'll be all set. Yeah, it's it's really good. So, um, lots to talk about. I mean, I was just saying to you guys, I, I there's no way in heck I could ever fit all this into one show. Um, I always learn lots. I, you know, a lot of it is wonderful um, affirmation you know it's like okay yeah i'm on track good you know <laughs> it's yeah. always nice to hear the peers are on the same line as you um and some of them i disagree with and i like that yeah. because, oh, I everyone's got their own opinion on certain things but uh, it was really 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 good um and so we'll get into a few of the points today nice. but um, and, and i like this show because of the fact that i don't get to go you come back and start talking about this stuff and i get to ask the questions i could have asked if i was there um and, and i trust your answers for the most part so we're good <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry to have pulled the wool over your eyes. In. <laughs> well, uh, no. before we get into that, though, let's just start with uh, schema.org. So, yeah, I guess that's... benefits of our users. Who? What is that? Schema.org. Schema. It's it's a new. Is do you remember when um, Google and Bing and Yahoo all together and and, and launched uh, the the um, XML the sitemap.org site for XML sitemaps? Very similar kind of thing, correct? They're they're all getting behind this Schema.org, which is really micro formatting. 
And for those who don't understand what microformatting is, it's it's a way to code your pages to have specific types of information contained in particular types of formatting. Um, and it's very small pieces of information like an address or a phone number or a, a credit card type that you take um, if you're a business. But there's tons of different varieties of this kind of information they broke it down to. That's why they call it microformats because it's very small pieces of information formatted in a specific way on a web page. Um, the the best example I can talk about currently up until the schema.org launched where it really made an impact in SEO and social is if you've all seen when you do a search that some of the listings might have the star ratings next to them in the search results. Well, those are pulled in there because they used micro tagging for ratings in their code and Google was looking for micro tags and when it finds that it'll put it in there sometimes, not all the time, but it won't put it in there at all if you're not using micro tags. And so schema.org is really their recommendations, the format, everything that they're looking at when it comes to micro tagging and how to, to put all this information based on little pieces of data on your site so they can get it out easier and better. I think it's really important for local search. It's really important for product um, search you know it's not going to be a big deal if you just have a blog but if you if you're doing any kind of e-commerce if you've got you know specific information about your business or your yourself actually there's stuff for personal profiles as well um, that you want indexed properly that's the way to go um, there's, there's a great article I read at seoskeptic.com um, it's seoskeptic.com slash what dash schema dash org dash means dash for dash SEO dash Oh my god. You just go to their site, you'll find it. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad he's a skeptic because he's got to stop doing that. <laughs> Actually, it was probably his WordPress did it for him. He didn't do it. His WordPress did it. But it, it's, a, it's a decent article talking about how it impacts SEO. Um, so give it a read and definitely go to the schema.org site and just drill down. They talk about why they're doing it and how they're using it and drills down into a lot of different microformats that that they're using. Um, definitely worth a, a read if you're if you're an SEO for business and even if you're not to, know, to understand what's going on for sure. Yeah, definitely. so yeah. it was a big topic yeah. at uh, SMX. It just released the day before, so um, they quickly put together a, a panel um, that was pretty good. They, they had a couple people from Bing actually that were involved in it, uh, creating it, so it was pretty high level, mm -hmm. and we got to all ding them with questions and stuff. And um, what you know, there were a lot of people that were kind of cheesed at the whole idea. Um, you know, they didn't want to have to go back and recode their entire sites. They didn't want to do all. I mean, it is a lot of work. If you want to add, yep. I don't know all the details, but I'm sure. I mean, I've looked at micro formats and RDFA over the years. I mean, it, it's a lot of work if you want to go that route. The benefits are, of course, that when the search engines adopt it, and they don't yet, not necessarily, um, then there could be some benefits for your content. It'll be easier easier found, all this sort of thing. The only thing, let's, you know, yeah, go on. Let's, let's clear, be real clear about that. Schema.org, they're not adopting as a, as a framework yet, but they are utilizing microtag data. Especially an example I gave with the the uh, stars on listings. So you can, yeah. if you're using micro micro um, format data or micro format formatting, um, it is being used by search, but not in the schema.org framework. Yeah, yeah. I mean, micro formats have been around for ages, and yes, and they are, I mean, they if, do if, work. 
the, the, the most I guarantee anybody who's an SEO has been using this or been worried about a microformat for a long time. RHEL, um, no follow, do follow is a form of a micro microformat. The RHEL equals is a microformat structure. Right. Just so, uh, in yeah. any case, the overall sentiment from um, bounced around a bunch, but to give you a few of the perspectives, one was from uh, um, from a few people, and that was, if I do this, you're going to present my content within search results, and people aren't going to click. You know, it's, <laughs> they won't need to go to my website because they're going to have all the data within the search results. So Google and Bing's response essentially was, well, the idea here is that, you know, it's just a, a glimpse of what your site has, but it's in a, in a preformatted, yeah. um, uh, you know, very appealing look. Um, I remember uh, Greg Bozer at one point said that uh, he really feels it's going to be um, a, d a disadvantage to people. You know, you're going to have to be very careful how much you use it because it could literally cut back on your traffic. Uh, and, you know, if, if, you, if you only have a four out of five in, say, reviews, um, you're not a five out of five. Does that mean you're not going to get enough traffic? But yours could be legitimate. You know, that, that could be a legitimate review versus a faked review. There's so many different things and downsides to using these things. And uh, it's a massive infrastructure upgrade for a lot of people as well. Um, so so, so there, there are people talking about the downsides. What are the upsides, though? What do the engines say? What are we going to do with this data? How is it going to benefit you? Well, they are very... When you get into the nitty-gritties, okay, first of all, the basics are obvious. Uh, you know, this is going to make it easier for people, for them to um, rank content um, because they'll understand it better. It's sort of sad that a search engine needs to do this, but anyway, um, <laughs> uh, please identify everything for us. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're tired of writing crawlers that analyze things. Just tell yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, it's, it's another, yet another opportunity for spammers. Uh, you just know that. It's going to be off. Uh, uh, this is going to cause so many headaches. Um, I've got too many things in my head right now. Uh, literally, there's just a font of information at this thing. Ask that question again. <laughs> so, so what? What have the engines come back and said? Okay, if if you go by this this schema.org framework. It's going to benefit us how? So basically, when we're talking to the engines, our question is, what's in it for me? Yeah, and I guess at that point, it comes down to the potential verticals. And again, they were very cautious about this. But um, I remember Bing said that, well, um, the I, how, how he was so cautious when he said this. But I'll try and copy him. Essentially, it was, uh, yes, there is a potential for these to become their own ver search verticals. So um, reviews might be a search. Um, uh, uh, microwave ovens, you know, if you do this, then it would just be a listing and it would be all people's essential um, products within their sites based on their content, not from a XML feed, but this is their actual site. Uh, I'm kind of on a lack of, lack of ideas at the moment for some reason, but... Uh, so, so what, what I'm getting is just from what you're telling me that happened at the panel. So I'm not saying this is what actually is going to happen or how it's going to, you know, fold out over years or whatever. But on this panel, it seemed like there was a lot of pushback, but the engines didn't have any really good responses. Is that 
True. Yeah, I mean, and, and when people really got upset, they're like, well, you know, this, this is something, I, there's no way I'm going to do all this. I mean, can you guys be serious? Was um, First of all, they said this is point, what is it, uh, a point nine release, quote unquote. Um, and that was from uh, Bing and Google. Uh, this is, you know, this is something that they, they're just putting out there. They want people to start adopting. It's like, this is coming. This is something we would love to have. If you can start building it in, go for it. Uh, they don't expect so, that we're going to change everything, right? At least they're not doing what they did with, you know, no follows, where they're like, "We want you to adopt this," and then all of a sudden it's a huge problem from people manipulating it. Well, maybe they will. Maybe people will adopt this, and spammers will start using it and and really screwing up their systems. And the next thing you know, they'll say, "Well, never mind. We don't want to use this anymore, and we'll change how it works." Yeah. Well, when asked uh, whether or not they were going to be doing. Um, Updates to helping people update their content management systems, like big providers. Um, of course, Bing's response was, "Well, we'll be doing it for um, for a SharePoint because we think that's the, the logical move for that is to become a um, a CMS." It's already a CMS, and it's the exactly. worst freaking CMS I've ever dealt with. <laughs> I know. Sorry. So exactly. So they're planning on moving that into uh, into that. They said that'll be pretty easy to do, and they expect to do that. But other than that, they didn't say anything about helping anyone else. So, you know. Okay, you did it. Awesome. I'm digressing. I have to digress here. Whose bright idea was it at Microsoft to take a project management system that was in the back-end enterprise level of, of architecture and say, hey, let's put a web layer on this and publish it to everybody? It, it just blows my mind that they did that, and it is a horrible system. Um, I, I guess they're coming out with a new one that's supposed to be much better and search-friendly, but... Uh, sorry. Well, the sad is probably a lot of the people who have their certifications were like, hey, I could do this for a client. And then that got Microsoft no, I, all and they saw the money. I, I guarantee it was developed by the sales department. They're, they're like, we got SharePoint. We got a bunch of people using it. How can we make more money off of it? Oh, let's put a web layer on it and sell them that too. <laughs> guarantee it's talking about. Uh, I don't know, man. I'd never touch it with a 10-foot pole. I've tried using SharePoint in-house and I nearly – I think I lost what – uh, lost a bit of hair. <laughs> it was not good. Um, in any case, let's take a uh, quick break. That's tough for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Uh, when we get back, uh, we're going to get into some of the other highlights. So thanks very much. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Public relations professionals understand the importance of branding. Invest in your next ad campaign with one of the premier branding innovators broadcasting on air and on demand to the internet business world. WebmasterRadio.fm. Let our team customize your branding to target public relations professionals that access our public relations channel every day. Contact sales at WebmasterRadio.fm for a consultation today. 
Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Internet, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. For the break, we were talking a bit about uh, schema.org and what that might mean for us. Um, you know, one thing we really didn't touch on was what it means to you guys, uh, you know, small business. Um, honestly, nothing. <laughs> it may mean something <laughs> in the future, but I would not even worry about it. Um, uh, there's certain elements of it that if, if it becomes an issue or becomes something that we really strongly believe you should implement, we'll let you know. Um, and you'll, if, you, if you haven't already read about it by that point. But uh, well, well, from uh, what, where it will help, I think, for small mm-hmm. business is in local search. And not necessarily for your own site, but if you're trying to build citations and resources, if you get listed on a directory and that directory happens to be using the schema format, I think it's – of course, there's no testing. We haven't tested yet, but it's just – to me, is logical that that's going to be a better citation for you than one that, that's not. And again, total speculation, but I'm just thinking ahead of how this is going to be used. To me, that makes sense. Fair enough. Okay, well, let's uh... – <clears throat> Let's cut the ties on this and then jump right into some of these highlights from SMX. Um, <clears throat> I, was, I haven't really scraped how much I've got. Like, there's so much info, information, but let's get going on one. Um, that is, uh, <clears throat> there's a presentation called the, uh, the Periodic Table of uh, SEO Ranking Factors. It was something it, it put together by Danny Sullivan, and he had a whole bunch of people on board uh, at this pr- panel. One of them was Rand Fishkin, and the other one was uh, – oh, shoot, I didn't put his name – Jeff from Coveria. Sorry, Jeff, I don't know what your last name was. But um, the funny thing was they're both releasing results of their own search result testing, uh, ranking factors essentially. And Coverio's and Rand's conflicted pretty – Majorly <laughs> at some points, which was interesting. Um, and that was apparently why they put them on the same panel. They wanted to show conflicting results. You know, it gives both sides of things, right? Um, right. That said, I would go with Rand um, because uh, I really believe that they, they do a lot of di- due diligence on ensuring that they're using the right uh, mathematical principles and everything when they're doing this stuff uh, it's so it's beyond me i'm not into math i just can't handle it but <laughs> uh, uh Coverio didn't talk of anything about that kind of level of, of complexity and i'm not saying they didn't have that but it did they didn't at least do a good job of explaining that they 
we're nearly even close to matching that kind of complexity. Um, but that said, I've got some points from both here. So first of all, I'm going to do the same disclaimer they do. It's kind of obvious, but the fact is a lot of these factors are correlated. This is stuff they've gone online, they've done, um, they've analyzed thousands upon thousands of search results to see anything that might come up as standing out as a ranking factor. These, If they appear to be a ranking factor, it's just it could just be correlation. It's not causation. So in other words, um, if you do have, a, a, if it turns out, let's say, in this case, one of them was a mis sort of a mistake, and that is one of the um, uh, controversies was that Rand said that, and he couldn't believe this, but it was so glaring that um, particular pages that had Facebook shares, had a lot of Facebook shares, were soaring. Now, is it shares or likes? I thought it was likes. Uh, I, I wrote down share, but um, okay, this is within Facebook. Okay. Right. So um, shares, uh, probably both, quite frankly, but in, in any case, um, either way works quite well. Um, if, if they had that, then um, obviously that was a major ranking factor within Google. Well, Rand didn't say that it was obvious. He, he, he's, he's been very clear. Correlation is not causation. And, he, and I think he even stated again after saying that. But it was so, Wow. You should have seen the difference, and it is available online. Actually, yeah. his whole his whole thing is um, his whole presentation is at Bitly uh, slash Rand SMX Deck. So it's R A N D S M X Deck, and uh, yep. you can go there. And there's also links to his full on present um, the released results and everything. In any case, um, what Matt Cutts came on later on in the conference to say was, well, obviously we don't have access to that data, so. The, the, it's it's not the cause. The thing is, if something gets shared or liked a lot, it's probably because it's good. <laughs> it's just an indicator <laughs> yeah. that you've written something good, <laughs> and so and that's something, that, of course, Google can watch. Now they don't have the strings; they can't see what people are liking and sharing within Facebook. Everyone loves shopping online. Well, I'm going to tell you what I tell my golf buddies when they buy clubs. Stop searching for coupon codes. Download Capital One Shopping to your computer. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Plus, it's free, and you don't even need a Capital One card to use it. That's like hitting a hole in one without even trying. Capital One Shopping is kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. They don't have that connection. They're not in friendly terms with Facebook, so that kind of ruled that out. Yeah. Um, it's, so. it's interesting to note that, that Matt called out when he said, I did read, read this from, because Danny Sullivan's got a big article on this whole controversy about the Facebook stuff. And he mentioned that Matt said that Bing and Yahoo do have direct access to that Facebook data and they don't, which, yeah. which is interesting. To me, that sounded kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, no, Facebook is definitely not a friend <laughs> of Google. Um, yeah. Now, a couple other things here. Uh, so Rand did not see heading ones and heading twos having any effect. However, Caverio did. So let's be clear. When you say heading ones, heading two, you're talking about the H1 tag and the H2 tag um, in the HTML code. Thank you. Um, yes. And yeah, and, and Rand has said that before. He's had articles in the past about H1. He's done tests saying he didn't see H1s having much impact anymore. And um, I've done some some. Not real scientific tests, but I've played with that myself, and I, I have to say I'm agreeing with him. They they don't have nearly as much of an impact as they used to. No, and you know what? I don't care. I still 
I still pretend they do because it's yeah. great for usability anyway. Um, exactly. That is, you know, why, why not? <laughs> you know, it's a title of the page, make it a heading one. You know, you're not going to lose out and, and it's certainly going to work on lesser search engines. It's just a good practice and uh, I'm sure it has some effect. It's just minimal. Um, links from link hubs showed a strong correlation. Uh, this is from Coverio and, and it's kind of, uh, you know, again, it's, it's more like one of those things that we all are very happy to hear because we probably already knew it already. The, so link hubs are places where um, when you're doing a, some competitive analysis, you're looking at your competitors and you find there's a lot of places that they have uh, perhaps all got the links from. Um, those are links that are powerful. Uh, link hubs, that's just one example of a link hub. What else would you, you call link hub? Um, resources, like like the, the things like the uh, if you build a list of the I don't know how to explain it. So if you build a resource that's a collection of data about one certain topic and you put a bunch of links in it and all your competitors have to be that link, it doesn't have to be like a directory. It has to be just a centralized place where there's a bunch of outbound links to related topics. Does yeah, that make a sense? resource. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. a resource. So link hubs um, show a strong correlation. In other words, they're as, as a strong link. That's something that's helping people with rankings. It makes sense, right? If it's If it's favored, people like it then that's going to pass a little more link juice. It's a good thing. Um, page load time showed a high correlation for Gavario. Um Rand, I believe, said that, you know, not necessarily, uh, that, was a, that wasn't as high for him. Um, now, that said, uh, even Coverio had to, to state that, and this is interesting, that, and it's, it's an interesting look at this in the pers- from this perspective, when they're doing this analysis, they're looking at so many sites that are already so heavily optimized. <clears throat> they're just looking at the ranking factors that stand out after sites have been optimized. Okay. So, you know, if and you what think was Rand doing? Well, no, they all just are. Random sites? It's just this is, okay. this is his explanation, and I liked how he did it. Um, and that is that, you know, it's not to say that um, not optimizing something uh, that worked before is, is, is going to you, – you can forget about it. No, optimize the way you've been doing it. Keep, keep doing the best practices. Just because they're not saying it's a huge contributing factor doesn't mean that um, it's something you should stop doing. It could be that everyone's doing it and everyone's at a new level of optimization already. And now it's this other additional stuff that you have to do to get again above anyone else. Does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. And I tell people all the time, there's some things that don't have much impact at all. Like I don't think page load time really has a lot of impact unless – Everything else is equal, and you're in a very highly competitive market. Then every little thing counts, and I think that's you know if we're coming to a world now where more and more sites are being better and better optimized, so the little things are starting to count for more. Yeah, especially when you think about WordPress, how much of it's already optimized out of the box? Um, it's pretty good. You know, it's got the canonicals, it's yeah. got a lot of the stuff that you need, and I think that that's that's a good example of how things are just getting to a better level. Um, now, on, on that, on on a totally side note. Dana, in 10 seconds, burst for two minutes. <laughs> I don't understand what the hell I'm talking about, but Dana Lukadu, uh, a good friend of ours, uh, she's saying that she's always listening to this while she's riding her bike. She does a lot of riding, so there you go. Uh, go, Dana, go. Go, yeah, Dana, go. go. <laughs> um, she's one of our, our favorites, and it's great to hear that she's listening all the time, so that's cool. Uh, it's good seeing you again, Dana. Um, diversity of link sources was huge. Um, Again, that's really good, and I think everyone should really focus on that. Um, 
you know, a lot of people get many, many links from one site. They think, well, this is great. I'm getting links from them. Let's get a few more. And they're really not going to help you that much unless you're talking CNN or someone so huge. Um, and, you know, if you're having that kind of success, well, you don't need us. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, you're talking about links from CNN. I was like, I'm pretty sure CNN's got a lot of diverse links going to it. <laughs> yeah. No, no. So, you know, if you find that you've got a high ratio of, of – of or low ratio, I should say, of of domains to links. So you've got thousands upon thousands of links, but very few domains that they're all coming from. You've got to improve that. You've got to get more diversity of link sources or link domains in this case. Um, yeah. And that's something we've all known as well, and I think we've talked about before in the show. But again, it's good to see this, and it's good for a little bit of uh, backing on that. Um, linking out was interesting. I hadn't heard. This. I mean, I already know that you should link out. I mean, it's a good thing these days. But they showed it as a correlating uh, something that correlated, and that is that if you link out to to pages that have um, good content, that is a good way to supplement yours. It, it does help. It shows, I guess, some credibility on the fact that Google looks at this and goes, "Hey, you know, these people are linking to good content that backs up what they're doing." Yeah, and it gets hard to do that when you're doing e-commerce and when you're in a specific market and the only people that are there that are to link to are your competitors. And I've, I've, I've run across that quite a few times in my career. Say, so I don't want to link out because the only people I can link to that talk about the same thing are competitors of mine. There's going to be other places. Do the engines hate dead-end pages that don't go anywhere or dead-end yeah. sites? They so don't like people there's, hoarding. There's, they're they're you know they want people to share that's how they find things right exactly and the more links again <laughs> i shouldn't put it this way um links that are, are are there and they're useful put them in don't go crazy you don't need to just do it naturally don't worry about it uh, yeah. people were hoarding them before but don't do that now um one thing i thought was really good to hear um, it's the first time I've heard a search engine, maybe I'm being under a rock, but the first time I've heard a search engine actually say this, um, that Bing does has confirmed that they track SERP bounce, rating, bounce rates. So if you go into a search engine result, you click on it, you go to the site, and you come right back, they're tracking that, and that result will have a higher chance of dropping. Interesting. Yeah. I, I've thought uh, I've thought that, that, that all of them have done that for a while, especially if you're logged in for personalized results. But, but they're doing it. Have you heard them say that? <coughs> no, I've never heard them say it. That's true. And is it is it only for logged in people or bang, or is it for anybody using? To, or did they get oh. that deep? Just lost my lungs there. <clears throat> Thank goodness for mute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they didn't say whether or not I was logged in or not. No. Right. So um, I have no idea. I would expect that they they do it for anyone though. <clears throat> how many people log in on Bing? <laughs> I don't think I ever have. <laughs> that um, one's searching anyway. Yeah. And to tie things up, let's get to rel equals author. Oh, actually, yeah. before we do that, though, Brasco has suggested a break, and I think that's a great idea. So let's take a quick I break. When we get back, we'll get into rel equals author. Okay. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for the Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. 
Raven offers customized metrics for managing link-building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. From domains to digital marketing, social media to blogging, you can reach this broad audience by using what you're listening to right now. Reach the thousands of internet marketers that download and listen live to the premier on-air and on-demand podcast network, webmasterradio.fm, with the Internet Marketing Channel, featuring shows like the Joel Com Show, the WordPress Community Podcast, and more. Our ad campaigns are fully integrated with multiple avenues of exposure, from slick, effective 30-second commercials to detailed, informative 30-minute town hall meetings. Expose your products and services to listeners and podcasters of not just shows like Market Edge and Domain Masters, but anyone looking for ways to market their business with your product. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm to find out more. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. LPO, landing page optimization. Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm with John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Internet, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. <laughs> I'm a rough day today. Huh? <laughs> is, that a, is, that a, is that a new position for you? <laughs> It's the <laughs> of Stepforth Web Marketing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you guys were marketing to cavemen anymore. <laughs> oh, the joy. Okay. Author. Relic was author. What have you heard? Um, just just what came out a while back. I was hoping you were telling me something new about it because it's where Relic was author came. They really started talking about it a, a couple months ago. Tied. There's two of them, Rel equals author and Rel equals source. And I was hoping you heard something new at SMX, did you? I don't know whether it's new, but um, just that Rel equals author, they're recommending you use it now. Um, okay. It's something that uh, you can work right into WordPress if you want to, right into the template. Uh, I think yeah. that's a good idea. Um, the idea I thought was interesting about it, and they didn't mention anything about source, <clears throat> which to me I thought was surprising. I I, I did hear about, about that before, but like you said. Yeah. Well, when they first came out, they were very clear to say these are things we're just testing how they use, and maybe they decided source wasn't working and author was the only one that really made sense to them. Hmm. Okay. Well, the one thing that, that was interesting was um, what is it and where is it going? Well, essentially, Relico's author is your way of stating um, within an article or any kind of content that you're the one who wrote it. 
And if you use um, the proper syntax, uh, you would say rel equals author, and then you put in a link. So href equals, and then the link to say an about page about you or your blog homepage or something like that, and then your name in um, as the actual link text. <clears throat> now, the rel equals author, the idea here is in the future, I thought this is really cool, is that Google and the main big guys here, the idea is they're going to try and merge this into your own version of, of like an author rank. Now, right now, it's only on one site. <clears throat> but let's say all around the Internet, you have links or you've, you've written, heck, let's say for me, for, for example, I write for SEO, but I also have um, antisharkfinning.com and stuff like that. So I write the odd thing for that. It's a bit outdated, but I do. Um, and I've got all these other things, and maybe they're totally unrelated, but it's me writing, and if they get popular, and pe they see that people get popular in, in whatever they write, then <clears throat> if they see that you've written something, it may have a higher chance of getting a ranking faster. So they're trying to build what's being ban bantered around as author rank. And, and mm. even Matt mentioned that word, author rank, even though he, he sort of said exactly what I just said. <clears throat> it's being noted as called author rank, but this is their sort of their long-term goal. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and that kind of ties in with what we talked about last week with a social rank for individuals as well. You know, it looks like just with that and what, kind of what we talked about with the social side of things, I'm getting the impression or the feeling that that Google is now taking the social <laughs> side of things with the same thing that Twitter does, same things as Facebook has been and trying to do where they're giving individuals certain amounts of authority in certain topics so that when they link to something or they participate somewhere, it has more weight than just some zombie follower on Twitter. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? They're, they're, they're trying to identify real people and real active people in specific markets and their activity carries more weight. Yeah, and, and it speculatively, just like it's going that way to me. And speculatively, if you really want to favor the big guy, Google, um, It'd be interesting to use that link to make that link go to your Google profile page. Yeah, I would think would that's a smart move. You know that yeah. <clears throat> you're you're building that credibility there. You're saying, "Hey guys, I'm on board. Build my profile." Um, interesting. I'm let it all hang but, out. <laughs> but, but but what that means is, then you go back to this thought of there's only certain people that will have weight in a certain market. So if if I'm brand new to the market and I write an amazing article on something, you know, does, that's not going to carry as much weight because I'm brand new. So they, I, well, I kind of have a problem with it at the same time. You know what I mean? I don't think that's the case, though. I think that the, this is only one factor, right? Um, it's good for them to know who are the, um, the top producers so that they can give them their due. If someone comes yeah. out that's new and they type something, or say something that's really good and you as an author, maybe a top producer, say, hey, this is good and like it, and they probably will, then yeah. that new person will start to earn I mean, it's the page rank. They're passing it around, except it's author rank. I mean, I mean influencers and, and, and authorities in a specific market are influencers and authority cause, for a reason. So I guess it, it makes sense that their, their activity online would carry more weight. Yeah. So uh, in any case, I think the rel equals author is a great idea. Um, it's, it's, it sort of bears – watching to see how well it comes out in terms of uh, how they're in integrating it. But uh, I think it's got some, it's got legs. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't see this on your list, but one other thing that came out this week that I was really excited about, and I don't think it's been implemented yet, but it was announced that they're going to do this, is Google is going to start pulling data from Webmaster Tools into analytics, Google Analytics. So you'll be able to get things like impressions and ranking and click-throughs in your analytics tied to, to keywords and traffic. And I'm like yes. so excited about that. So I, I had the benefit of um, having lunch with one of the um, – Google Webmaster Tools team, and uh, just by chance, actually, she sat down next to me when I was eating, and we just had a good chat, um, and she said it's coming, but she wasn't giving any dates, so. Right. Yeah, I'm excited about that. That's great. So now, that said, from, the, from all the, ga- the gab I heard, it's it's coming soon. It's not something that's in the long term, so. Nice. I was excited when they, they, they were putting analytics into Webmaster Tools, but I think this is infinitely better. Yeah, actually, you know, what's really neat. I, obviously, that'd be cool. But one thing I thought would be really neat is the uh, is Raven Tools just announced that they've got uh, all of your Google Webmaster Tools. You can authorize sites. You can do everything from within Raven Tools now. Yeah, there's there's a beta for the Webmaster Tools uh, API, which I didn't even know existed. But but John Henshaw, who runs Raven Tools, got into that beta, which is really great for anybody using Raven Tools. Oh man. So cool! I love Raven Tools. Uh, so, I'm, I'm, and yes. we use everything in it. So, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, you're you're welcome. Yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> right, you were the man, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm I'm a huge fan. So, I'm glad to, I'm glad you introduced me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, I <clears throat> I'm losing my voice, and uh, there's a lot more to say. I'm overwhelmed here with all the stuff. It's a fantastic conference and great people and all that stuff. If you were there and I didn't see, I'm sorry. I, I was kind of hiding. I had uh, serious allergies or a cold. I don't know what I've got, but it's not fun. Yes. And I, I was just pretty much there to, to be there, and then I went back to my room. <laughs> oh, that sucks. You missed the it parties does. and everything. That's because I wasn't there. So next time when I'm there, you'll feel better. <clears throat> yeah. Do yeah. a cigar, you'll be good. Yeah, exactly. Hey, all the cigars. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I want to mention, we talked a little bit about HTML5 earlier when we t- talked about doc types and stuff um brasco is trying to get us a guest for next week that's very specifically talking about html5 from is a gentleman from microsoft actually um and and we're going to be able to ask him questions on how it impacts seo and that kind of stuff and i, I want to do that but i also want to follow up on the rest of what happened at smx ross so um, we've got a couple of great things coming in the next few weeks yeah and uh well since you mentioned that i can also say that that within i mean i don't know this might usurp the html5 guy i'm sorry but um <laughs> i might be getting on uh someone from google webmaster tools to talk with us too so um, oh, per- so, so, so we get to ditch microsoft for google all right <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we got lots of great stuff coming guys so thanks everyone for listening in and uh i guess we might as well wrap things up i guess uh thanks for joining us today <laughs> Uh, SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Tune in every Monday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. And uh, you can also email us, uh, Ross at stepforth.com. That's mine. And you are at Twitter. Yeah, best way to give me is Twitter at um, at John Carcutt. And I hope you feel better, Ross, man. And another note, I did get a few emails. Thank you, everyone. Um, I I didn't miss miss them. I'm, I'm sorry if it seems like I'm ignoring you. I've just been away for the last week, so... 
I'll get back to you and just acknowledge that you sent them to me. So thank you. And, and, we'll and we had a couple, and we did have a couple new questions on Facebook. I tried to answer one on on Facebook itself because I knew we weren't be able to get to it this week. But keep asking them, and I promise we'll get to them either on the show or directly on the Facebook page. Yay! Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everyone. Have a great week. Thanks for listening, everybody. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck, and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today.